Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 127 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal, Val, and with me is the Texas Tornado, Ken. Ken, how are you? <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and then the man, the myth, the legend, PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you? I'm Diamondy. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Panini America. We have a great show today. We're going, we got a little bit of hobby news, and today is going to be Tops F1, Tops F1 flagship 2022 and 2022 Chrome. Go over the cell sheets, uh, image variations. It's been out, I guess, about a month, so kind of do a little recap, and then we'll also look at king's court we got some cool ones in king's court today i kind of peaked so shame on you <laughs> <laughs> well you know that's part of the privilege of doing the graphics so yeah true well let's see a little bit of news here we have uh national treasures we've seen some images coming out of the different from the different drivers with their packages from panini and some videos signing even, but uh, the update for the release is going to be March 8th, 2023. So <laughs> I know I'm going to buy at least one box. Yeah. They're at 450 right now. Pre-sale over on blowout. So thank goodness they're not, you know, some of the craziness is out of the hobby. So, won't complain. Will not complain at that price where we've seen them being a thousand or multiple thousand. So, so did you see the video of Joey Logano where he they had the NASCAR logo patch and he signed it and then he said he it says I think it says NASCAR Cup Champion and he signed it two X on the bottom and then he he signed the twenty two and twenty two underneath his autograph. So I think that that's going to be one people are going to be buying into all the breaks to try to get. Yeah, it's reminiscent of the few times uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. has created a few one-on-ones with his daughter signing the card as well. And then we saw the, the Carl Edwards where he, uh, I guess it smeared and, and went back over his signature and said, like, something sorry it smeared or whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like there was one, like, was it Danica and Junior? And Danica forgot to sign it and yep. Junior did it. I was going to say it just as you were saying that, it rung a bell to me. Sure yeah, that was the other one Dale and Junior did, yeah. So that's pretty awesome that Joey Logano did. Yeah, so Logan, to your point, that's going to be a big one everybody's going to be searching for. So I wish some of the other drivers would do some fun things like that. Maybe they did. We just don't know it. We'll see. This is true. Just quickly going over, we got some races coming up. We're still a little bit away. Truck race, Daytona, the next energy, Nextra, Energy 250, Friday, February 17th. Xfinity, Beef, it's what's for dinner, 300, Daytona International Speedway, Saturday, February 18th. Cup's going to be a little closer. They have the... Hold on, I already skipped over it. It's the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum at Los <laughs> Angeles at 8 o'clock on Sunday, February 5th. I think that's going to be our first race. Formula One next race is going to be March 5th. So we can have F1 first before we have National Treasures. Okay. Wow. And then an IndyCar, also Sunday, March 5th. 
Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. It'll be a big day. Yeah, big weekend right there. Don't, I can't wait. I'm I'm jonesing for races right now. <laughs> I okay. thought you guys would like that. So it's coming. It's coming. We're a few weeks away. So and don't don't forget you got the 24 hours of Daytona this weekend. Too. Yes, thank you yep. for reminding me about that. You got a look. You got a little bit of. I don't know if there's any F1 guys in there, but you definitely got some uh, IndyCar guys. I know NASCAR guys have participated in the past. I'm not sure who might be in there this year. And then you got sports car racers. So good times. Racing season starts this weekend for me. Cool. All right, let's go over to F1 2022 tops Formula One flagship. Uh, let me get the word is okay now. So that came out, I guess it was, it seems like forever ago, but it was only like last month. So end of December, I think it was. And so these came out like 130 a box. We've seen them for about six mid 60s, high 60s, I think it is. It's a 200 card set again. Uh, all new, clean, air blue skies, a flash of brilliance, Art de Grand Prix, and many more exciting inserts. The cell sheet there is Live Life in the Fast Lane with the official 2022 Topps Formula One trading card collector collection. Seek out the fierce rivals, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, as well as a look into the excitement that the 2022 Formula One season is sure to bring. This is one thing that always trips me up is that, you know, th this is 2022 and, you know, we're going into 2023. So this is like, you know, always a year behind. So, yeah, this should have been out a long time ago. Yeah, I think usually slated for the summer, but it always slips. Yeah, it should have said that the 2022 season broad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so our base cards and our parallels. So we got three new parallels. I'm always leery when they put in more parallels because we know what that means. Oh, yeah. Go back and get another load of ton toner. <laughs> uh, our inserts. Now, some of the inserts look pretty cool. And I know, Ken, you you and Logan, you guys have opened some. So you guys can hop, hop in if you want to talk about some of the inserts you saw. And they definitely I, look like. They were an improvement over last year's inserts. Yeah, I like them, uh, and I like the uh, the one I like is actually the one you're seeing right right now, the uh, bounce rock and roll. I think those are pretty cool. And then they got they've got those uh, clean air blue skies, and they've got you know the flashes of brilliance and all that. And then I like but the ones I like I like the retro uh, 1968 hot rod. There they are. Yes. I like those. So all these are new. So they've done a really nice job, I think, with those insert, inserts. That flash of brilliance, you know, that, that Lewis Hamilton down there with that purple and the, the black, it, it really pops there. It does kind of remind me of uh, the lights out stuff just a little bit because it's darker and then with the neon colors. And I like the lights out. So I like I do like the design of that one. Yeah, we'll highlight that real quick. That set came out again in the UK, and it was gone about 15 minutes. So I think it was about $40 for 25 cards for that lights out. So kind of, um, I think I had gone downstairs to get something to drink, came back, and they were gone. So that's amazing. Yeah, the, the lights out sold, you know, sold super quick. I think it was just a UK exclusive. Couldn't, I don't think it was on a US site. Yeah, it has that design, like I said, with kind of the black, and then it's got a lot of the neon colors. So I do like I do like the design of that. I'm not overly 
I don't overly love any of the insert sets, to be honest. I like that they had another car set because they had, what was it, the World of Wheels two years ago. And then they had another one of the insert sets was car. So they kind of kept one car related, the other's driver related. But yeah, I, I, I guess my thing is, and, you know, I'm just whatever. Maybe I'm just complaining to complain. But, you know, most of the insert sets have the same drivers, which, of course, you have when you only have 20 but it would be interesting to see if there was like an F2 insert set, you know, that said something about young guns, up and comers, you know, the future, you know, just things like that, just to kind of mix it up a little bit. But like, that's just my, that's just my two cents. Like the future is so bright. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah isn't that a panini? Is that a panini one? Yeah. yeah. That's a panini. That's in okay. prison this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Something like that. Like that. But, I, I like that concept. But Ken, that's a great idea. I, I think that's uh, something they should should look at. Hey, hey, go back to go back to the previous page. Yeah, yep. I'm looking at that flash of brilliance, and I'm wondering if they're going to dump a, a bucket of water on Lewis Hamilton there, like flash dance. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> one anyway, thing, one thing I will say on the three boxes I I got, you know, notice that flash of brilliance, you know, has that black bottom border. So yeah, most of mine, you know, they're not. You know, if you're integrating and all that, yeah, they're they're definitely a little tougher just because of that border color. Gotcha. So a little bit of I, yeah, I had some you know some chipping here and there, just the slightest bend, but yeah, it just looked a little white. But I mean, it's cards. What are you gonna do? They're in packs. Yeah, I'm looking at mine right now. Yeah, there's it's that's that's the bad thing about stuff like that. Yeah, there's just a slight slight chipping. Those will be hard to grade. Yeah, exactly. And then they continue with the relics in the flagship, but it looks like they've added a new parallel, the green parallel this year. So extra extra relics this year. Yeah, and I think it's one per green. one every other box. I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like every other box. Ken, Ken's had some really good luck with uh, relic cards this year. You want to tell him about it, Ken? <laughs> yeah. So my first box, I didn't get a relic but I got four numbered inserts and I, you know, I got an allocation of everything, uh, everything that looked right. But then in my second box, I actually pulled a Pierre Gasly relic. So that was pretty, pretty nice. The negative to that was it took away two of my, I had two less numbered cards than in my first box uh, and one less insert than in my other box. In theory, you'd probably prefer that be the base that you lost, but Again, you know, potentially nitpicking. Uh, and then my third box, I had gotten four numbered cards again. Next to last pack. Wow. Hey, there's a relic. Hey, it's Lewis Hamilton. Hey, it's numbered out of 50. So, yeah, I did all right. And since, you know, I got those boxes when Leaf was selling them, uh, you know, for 65 a box, I probably, if I decided to sell that Hamilton, which I'm not because I'm a collector, but heck, I probably could have paid for all four of my boxes with that. Yeah, I think so at least. Yeah, that's a that's a stellar hit, dude. I'm I'm proud for you. Yeah, and I mean, I was, and you know, I, I bought these boxes for the fun of opening because you know I just don't get to open much anymore because I don't really collect anything modern. You guys know I'm into this a little bit because there have been some IndyCar drivers that are you know now over here in the states racing that have been in the F1 sets the last few years. But it was 65 bucks. I had no expectations, you know, I, of getting a relic. And uh, there's not even autographs in there. Um, but I had no anticipation of actually pulling a relic. I didn't realize they were even as common as one and two boxes. They almost feel more rare than that. But, yeah, so, you know, added bonus. I, I thought I was done with box three because I'd already gotten four numbered cards. And, 
I got a fifth one. Incredible. That's awesome. So, good time. Yeah, I'm, I don't not sure about that whole leaf dumping those out. I mean, it was like within the first week or two, right? I mean, it wasn't. Oh, it was super early, but hey, it worked out for me. Oh no, I'm, I'm super. I'm glad that yeah you know, that uh, Brian's sold those the way he did, but it was kind of you know. You know, I always hear like there's an unwritten rule where you can't kind of lowball until you know within 30 days or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, but I mean, think about it though, he is not a retailer, so to speak. So, if he bought them somehow through someone else, I, I oh, okay. again, I don't know the details, but keep in mind, he's not a Dave and Adams, he's more tops than he is Dave and Adams, right. So, yeah, and I don't, I don't know how any of that works, but hey, you know what, it worked out for me, and if they can get back down to like the $60 range. I'll probably buy a few more boxes of them just because like I said, I don't ever really get to open boxes. I'm not really interested in much of anything else modern. So bring on the $65 flagship boxes. Now, how about your bo box toppers? So the, uh, this is new this year with the art, the grand Prix postcard box topper with five subjects. Yeah, I kind of messed up, and to be honest, I don't even know what I got on those. <laughs> but I well, don't think I guess I, don't think I got the numbers. Is, what was your opinion of the cards, the printing of the cards, the images, that kind of thing, or was it just I guess kind of a open it and throw it over there, or not even open it? Yeah, I don't really. I guess I don't understand necessarily what the rhyme or reason to them was, what it's supposed to be. I know it's kind of like a view from a driver's standpoint I, i'm not sure what the line of thinking was and in general i'm not a fan of oversized cards because they're hard to store because you know 95 percent of cards fit into the same storage and they just happen to be in that other five percent um but i know they're popular uh on the chrome where they're actually regular sized they are super popular Okay. Yeah. So on, I put on the first page of the sales sheet there that the card on the left. That's the uh, the card we're we're talking about. So. Yeah, I, I kind of like them, but they're they're just generic. You know, they're just like of of a track. You know, it doesn't really talk about drivers or it's not driver specific. So, and, and also, you know, unlike Ken, those those big cards are hard to deal with. They're they're like you said, they're hard to store. You know, you got to buy special top loaders for them. It's just, you don't want to get them graded. I mean, I don't, it's just, I'll be honest. When I opened it up, I just kind of went, meh, and I just set it off to the side. Okay, that's great. No, that's what that's what I want to know. So, I mean, I heck, like I said, I didn't even really pay attention, and I opened three boxes. I recall seeing one. Do you get one in every box? I don't even I know don't if you do. I think so. Okay, I don't think so. Um, so maybe I just got the one, but okay, that make, that makes sense. Uh, as to why I don't remember them anymore then. Yeah, I don't think Tops puts anything in, you know, one in every box because especially yeah. the, the amount they're printing, I think. <laughs> Fair enough, but I mean, heck, you know what, though? Something that size and it is kind of generic. I look at that as if I'm going to a race or I have an opportunity to get a handful of drivers to sign. Imagine if you could get five driver, five current drivers to sign one of those. Just so, I mean, yeah. there's, always a, there's always a use for everything. Well, um, and it just may not be my cup of tea, but hey, I you know that that's kind of what I was thinking about. And then I was, of course, putting the NASCAR spin of man, I'd love to see some Panini do that for the tracks, you know, Charlotte Motor Speedway, Daytona, Talladega, you know, uh, Martinsville or whatever, and have it go across multiple years or whatever, too, for all the tracks. But anyway, 
Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. I, but I really would like to see him do, you know, have, have some kind of driver connection with him too. Like, you know, maybe saying that the so-and-so is the winningest driver. Maybe even go back into the past and go into the history of the sport and have older drivers say, okay, this driver won at this track, you know, during this time or this date or whatever. I think that would be kind of cool. That would be pretty nice. So Val's over there clicking on doing something there. Yeah, so these this 2022 top flagship has 10 image variations. Couldn't find a lot to them other than just the numbers and the drivers, but that doesn't really help us much. I think there's a code on there that the code is going to end in 566. Basically, if you know the drivers, there's only two drivers that have the same number. So Max Verstappen and number two and Lewis Hamilton, number five. Those are the only two drivers that have variations of their same card. I don't know why Tops kind of moved it around this year, but I'll bring it up here. So here's the image variation for the, the Max Verstappen card number two and then card number three. I think on the checklist is still Max Verstappen, but here's uh, Gasly. Again, there's only 10, 10 of them. And here's the Lewis Hamilton variation. Again, card number five is also Lewis Hamilton, his regular card. So uh, you can check the code. It's down basically one of the last lines on, on the back of the card. Get your binoculars out. Yeah, and get, uh, get get the border. Yeah, I guess you need a little loop or something. Yeah, it's uh, – yeah, it's uh, – Terrible to try to see those numbers. I don't know what the odds are. I don't know if they're even stated. I do know that out of the, I've opened three of the four boxes I purchased and I did not pull a variation. Wow. The the thing I thought I had read was that they're harder this year than last year and that it was like one in 500. My God. Then how many boxes and cases did they print? (laughs) Oh my God. That's why they're $55. Exactly. Well, and that's, yeah, that's exactly what I think. And as you guys were saying earlier, as they add more layers of numbered cards, you know that, yes, they're printing more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they are. And, you know, they were trying to catch up because obviously they under underprinted in 20 and may have underprinted last year as well. So, but hey, like I said, if I can keep buying uh, $60 boxes, then uh, I ain't going to complain. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, right? So it's top, you know, they try to guesstimate the the demand for it and they hit or miss right so if they don't print enough then they they lose out by not printing much and if they print too much then you know they're they're sitting on surplus and and that really kind of hurts the collector so hey i know this will shock you guys but maybe i'll i'll take up for tops just a little bit here i'm sure that surprises you because you know how uh, friendly i am to most of the uh Companies, (laughs) Companies, <laughs> but think about how closely together this and Topps Chrome came out. Because I know that even in the F1 group I'm in, so many people saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to spend. I'm not even going to bother with any box of flagship because Chrome's coming out. You know, four weeks, six weeks later, and I want to. I want to do Chrome. So this maybe this was meant to have come out two to three months ago, and it just didn't happen. And yeah, because things get released together. Because I've heard that with other sports like where things start to get real close together it can hurt one sometimes it can hurt both of them so you know just throwing that just throwing it out there no i think you have a valid point but they did the same thing last year where chrome and flagship came out 
within a month of each other. And yeah, to your point, right. I, they they need to be staggered six months apart or something. I mean, maybe it is just we don't hear as much about it, but maybe it is still, uh, you know, capacity. Th- I, I don't know. Yeah, it's still capacity is what I'm I'm hearing is they don't yeah, uh, so. the printer. Yeah. So. so, yeah, anybody that uh, says I never say anything nice, I, I kind of took up for tops there a little bit. So, you know, mark that spot. I just turned to stone. Uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> of course, you know, it takes longer. The, they're probably printing more and it's taking longer to get through the. The, the runs there so yeah. i'm actually trembling by actually defending them it's actually like my hands shaking <laughs> so, there's, uh, perez number 16 charles leclerc the uh card number was at 19 carlos sands 20 no card number 22 danny ricardo 28 bastion esteban ocon thank you 31 <laughs> i think that's the last one so those are the image variations like i said Apologize for the images, but uh, the, I didn't see anybody on any sites, cardboard connection or anybody that has good images of the variations. So, but that's why everybody tunes in here to get this kind of information. So, so did you see the uh, go back to uh, Lewis Hamilton? Imagine this card in in Chrome. The reflection off his forehead would be blinding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I def- that definitely makes me think of my uh, my YouTube friend. She blinded me with refractors. Exactly. <laughs> so I did want to throw one thing out there, Val. I don't think you you didn't have you opened any of this or purchased any of this. I have not yet. Okay, Logan. I know you have. So something I wanted to go over with before we moved on, and I should have typed this in the chat or something. But did you have any real pros or cons of the set or of the box, Logan? I think one of the things that that I have a trouble problem with is, you know, this will be a con for sure. Is it seems to me like the collation is just not there. You know, the, they could be collated better, and, and Panini has the same problem okay, with, so that, like, especially with uh, Chronicles. So that makes me wonder because in none of my boxes do I have any multiples at all. Really, none. I have some, yeah. So no, maybe. I have I have no duplicates on either the, you know, it should be ish 120 base. You get you get 20 checkered flag parallels. I've got 20 checkered flags in each of the three boxes, uh, but yeah, I did not have any duplication. That was actually one of my pros. So that's interesting. Wow, so you, how many sets did you make? I actually haven't gone through and done any set building yet because I've still got one box to go. I'm just kind of slow okay. rolling it over here. Because I I think I had heard that you needed to get the two boxes to make that set. And that may be. That may be there. Maybe something with a collation where there's I, almost just two different boxes. And, yeah, maybe I can build two sets. Um, oh, I really, I'm probably just going to put one together. And, you know me, I'm buying them for the, the F2 drivers anyway. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know how the collation is across the three boxes together, but within the individual boxes, I was a big fan of the fact that I got no duplicates in that's any. Good. I'm proud for you. So now that's 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 just strange though that you had issues with it. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't have a lot, but I had some, and it's like, you know, with 200 cards, you should be able to do better than this. And that's another thing too, 200 card set. I mean, this is kind of reminiscent to me. Unlike what NASCAR did in the early days, you know, they started out with a hundred card set, then they went to 220, then they went to like 300 and they kept putting all these, you know, crew chiefs and announcers and, and, you know, the, the, the 
ground crews and you know whoever in these in these sets these engine builders and to me that's just not necessary and panini you know i'll give them credit for that they are there are it is pretty much drivers you know specific you know they may have cup truck xfinity arca but at least they're drivers you know i think that tops 200 cards is way too much especially when you only have 20 f1 drivers Come on. How many Lewis Hamilton cards do you really freaking need? All of the Lewis Hamiltons. <laughs> hey, look at it this way. Next year, you won't get so many since he didn't win any damn races. Oh. True. Oh, that's a good point. I like that. Buzzing. Well, it'll be, it'll be all the Max Verstappens. But I think, Logan, I, you definitely have a valid point. Because when you break, break it down and look at some of the subsets inside of there, and, you know, there's just a lot of redundancy, I think for those drivers now i do like them including the f2 drivers stuff like that but you know I, I don't know if i need an f2 driver portrait and an f2 driver car uh, and then you have all the principles and you know and, and i kind of crapped on the principles when i first started getting into this but i can say that from in my group this might actually be the third thing i've said nice about tops <laughs> believe it or not i am not on the payroll <laughs> and i did pay for all of my boxes but uh there are, I have noticed in the F1 group that I'm active in, I've noticed that there are a lot of collectors for those team principals. And some of those guys, because uh, my understanding is, and it makes sense because I actually just watched last week, season one of Drive to Survive. I've got a long ways to catch up. But those guys like Gunther Steiner, uh, you know, they're, they, they're pretty popular. And they do have collectors out there. So, they do. Mean, yeah. And so, I mean, it's not like they're putting guys in there or something in there that, literally nobody wants there, there's people collecting them so hey but no i agree yeah 200 is basically on average if you just go by there's 20 f1 drivers basically that means a 200 card set you got 20 cards of each driver you don't but in theory that's that's the proportionality of it i mean well, why don't we forego 35 lewis hamiltons in, in, out of a 200 card set and let's put in some legends and some hall of famers and, and things like that why don't we do that? In, in, you know, tops, in Top's defense, oh, God, here I go again. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Just knowing how, though, retired uh, retired drivers and licensing and all that, and it's it's because it's kind of the same thing to an extent. Why doesn't uh, Panini have Dale Earnhardt yet? They would love to have Dale Earnhardt. Now, Tops maybe isn't even trying to do that. I don't know. Maybe that's Maybe their agreement with F1 is that it's only going to be modern. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe. So again, my God, tops! I've defended you four times. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll catch you guys next time I'm on. Okay. <laughs> so, and I guess to Logan's point, it's not bad when you have a two hundred card set. But let's do it again in Chrome this time. <laughs> yep. But then in Chrome too, it's still two hundred card set, and you're getting less cards per box. I don't know if you guys caught it, but with the new inserts, you get like you know the insert per pack or whatever it is, that's one less base card you're going to get to try to make that set, right? You're kind of watering down the amount of cards you get per box. Yeah, well, roughly, like I said, it should be in my first two boxes, it was 120 base cards out of the 160. So 75%, is that 75% base cards, right? Is that my math? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, you, you know, you know why they're doing it. I mean, it's a, it's what we just talked about a while ago. 200 cards, you can make a lot more cases and boxes out of 200 card set versus 100 card set. So, and they did, you know, and they they did kind of go 
it, it looked like from the amount of team principles and stuff they had in 2020, they have, it looks, it appears to me that I, mean, I haven't actually looked at the actual numbers, but it appears that they have shrunk those like principles and owners and they don't do the uh, team logos anymore. So they did, you know, so they put more driver content in there and kind of gone away from as many of, like I said, how disappointed are you if two of your eight cards are an F2 team logo card? I'd rather have that 13th Lewis Hamilton than a Trident Racing F2 logo. Yeah. All right. That's five times I've defended you, Tops. I, or I when you free, get to I open one of those, boxes. or when you open one of those, you know, three, four thousand dollar dynasty boxes and you get a team principal. You get Franz, Franz toast. <laughs> well, let's be honest in that stuff. There's only what four, four cards you can buy to, or four cards you can pull to air quote, make your money. So. Right. All right. Let's see. We're moving on here. Oh, one of the other, the only con I had, I did want to mention on tops centering has been abysmal, at least in my boxes. I don't know if mm -hmm. you had any issue with that. And then on the checkered flags, because you've got that, you know, you got the black, white, black, white, black, white. You can even tell more how miscut some of them are because some of them have the smallest black piece in one spot. And then it's like triple that on the next card. So yep. that was that was my only real con on uh, on the tops. You know, that's how you can also tell the centering on 89 Max. Same thing, except you know they, they don't have black and white checkerboard, but they do have the checkerboard. So you can look at that and go, hmm, this is centered or this is like really sucks. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. All right. Let's see. We're falling behind. We got to make, make up some ground here. So tops Chrome Formula One. We're going to do it all over again this time. With a little bit of chromium background. These are going to include autographs while um, Flagship did, did not. So the 2022 Topps Chrome Formula 1 sets off from the front of the grid with an exciting chrome release featuring top F1, F2 drivers, Grand Prix winners, and cars on a selection of base and insert designs. Watch out for chrome autograph cards featuring top F1, F2 drivers, and crew. Collect the 200-card base set as well as the all-new Constructors Coalition, Speed Demons, and Art de Grand Prix inserts. That's, also, a, that's a lot of parallels. <laughs> yeah, so we have hob two hobby-exclusive parallels. There's that Checkered Flag X-Fractor parallels one per box. Refractor parallels one in three packs. I believe the hobby boxes are 18 packs. Light boxes are 16 packs. You can see just a few parallels to collect. You know what? And I don't see on there unless I'm somehow missing it because the red wave is not the same. Those ray wave refractors are not even listed on there. The ray waves are the ones that are the light exclusives. And what about the green? I thought in green, they have green ones as well. Green, uh, green in the green border, uh, yeah, in the chrome. I thought they did. Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking something else. I've seen the green. I think it was in the flagship. Oh, was it in just in flagship? Okay, I, I, I stand corrected. You know, again, I don't know. These cell sheets are so old. So here's some more of the again new insert sets: the construction coalition speed demons. You know, parallels for those. The again the 1968 tops hot rods in chrome and the Art de Grand Prix one and two packs 
the 68 is one in three packs. I'm sorry, the, the Construction Coalition, one in six, and the Speed Demons, one in six. So you only get a few of those, a box. So. And then your Chrome autographs are all hobby exclusive. There's a green refractor parallel there. So that's kind of strange. I would think there'd be a green parallel. So, Oh, yeah, I did a break, and I did actually get a green refractor in mine. So, yeah, those are out there. I have one. <laughs> cool. I think those are beautiful cards. The green, the green is the best looking ones in my opinion. But anyway, go ahead. So great, they snuck some more parallels in there. That <laughs> wasn't on the sale sheet. They had to. <laughs> yeah, because I never again. I never saw those ray waves, which are the uh, the ones that are in the light boxes. Yeah, I'm looking at the some of the information for the light box. Yeah, there are four exclusive ray wave parallels per hobby light box. So more parallels. Again, if yeah. you're a team collector and you and you like you know, you like putting those together, you know I'm collecting the IndyCar guys passively. The guys that from the earlier sets that are either in IndyCar or going to be in IndyCar this year, it's fun. It's fun to put them in a binder and just have the different colors side by side. And when you're not collecting Lewis Hamilton, you're only paying like three bucks for a parallel card, so it's not not anything bad. And it's fun. It, it just just fun. No, I think Kenya are exactly spot on. You know, this is, it's not going to be a short term project, but you could, you know, work on a Ray Wave set or some of these higher number parallels. It's just going to be a multiple year. I'm just thinking Logan is working. It's not F1, but he's been working on the 2016 Prism number to 24. We're, we're what, year seven or something in here. And uh, he's getting down there to the last handful. But, you know, again, it's a long term play. So, Again, it's, mm -hmm. I think, can you hit it right on there? They're not going to be super expensive for those. It's more about the hunt than, you know, the price. So And, and just biding your time, especially if you're not looking for uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, et cetera. Yeah, I've actually been thinking about maybe working on some of the earlier Sapphire sets and just, you know, pick them up. You know, for our listeners, viewers, if you're not on Comp C, I think you're missing out. There is a lot of racing inventory out there for f1 and where that means is the more cards you have of any particular card the more competitive on the pricing they'll be so i know i was looking out there there could be 20 to 30 of just one card out there mm -hmm. um, so i mean you guys jump in here with, with your thoughts but it's a great place to find that inventory i'd say probably 45 percent of the ones that i have uh have come from column c uh to be honest so, yeah, that's where I do a lot of it because of the, the shipping aspect. One thing that is a little tougher, and this is something that basketball can have an issue with, too. When you are looking for, in my case, I'm looking for a Christian Lungard or somebody like that, or Marcus, Marcus Armstrong in 2022, somebody may put an eBay auction and start at 99 cents, but they're in Singapore, they're in Korea, they're in Australia, and it's $10 shipping, $12 shipping. I understand that's what they have to do. I'm not faulting them at all. But because of that, that has made uh, made my purchases from ComC a higher percentage than they probably would on something that was just more United States or North American based. They ship international, right, ComC? They do. So, I mean, we got listeners in, you know, other countries, Germany and Australia and all over that's a place where they can go and actually buy and just accumulate and then ship at one time 
Or I exactly. should say, I, I want to say, I think they do. Don't quote me I, on that. I, I Anybody make sure you make sure yeah. you read all the fine print, but uh, I do believe they do. And yeah, so. But I, I guess what I wanted to point out was that there's a lot of F1 inventory out there. Yeah, they've got like close to 100,000 racing cards up there now. Of course, that includes all genres, you know, NASCAR, F1, drag racing, whatever. But yeah, they're, they've got like close to 100,000 cards. Well, and with, with, with what they have on that priority, they can do if you do all new cards together, I think within the last 12 months, there's already tops. And I think there's already some tops. There's definitely already some tops Chrome 2022 on Com C because mm-hmm. I, I, I look daily at the newly listed. So if folks have forgotten, or if they're not familiar with that, and I know we're, this show is heavy on F1, that it gives them listeners, viewers an option uh, if they can't find it because, you know, it's not baseball, it's not basketball, where it's kind of everywhere. You can go to, you know, all these different marketplaces. So I know a lot of, I guess, the racing is kind of fragmented and maybe some breakers have broken and then they've, listed some cards out but they all have all these different sites and stuff so you know it's kind of hit and miss but com c is kind of one one area to look at so yeah especially if you're a player collector in this case driver with racing especially if you're a driver collector or something like that or you're looking you know like you said trying to put a sapphire set together what's probably going to be cheaper to buy a lot of those from com c than picking them off one at a time on ebay right and then you know yeah because the shipping will kill you Oh yeah. Now, yeah, with the, at least with the dollar for the plain white envelope type thing. So, so hey, I've got a question for you guys because I honestly do not know. Are they going to make blasters for Chrome or no? I don't think so. They didn't last year. They only did. I know they didn't last year. So I, I mean, with the light version, I don't know if they would do that. I think that's their blaster version, maybe. Yeah, and, and speaking of blasters. I have looked in my area and I have been at my target when the guys coming to actually put the cards out more than once in the last month. He has not seen any. I have not seen any of the flagship blasters period at target. And of course I haven't seen them at Walmart either. And if any of you listeners out there have seen it, comment and let us know where you have found them and you know, when you found them, because I keep thinking that they, you know, they haven't showed up. Maybe they're going to come out later. I don't know. Well, I thought I remember the there was a a you know blowout or somebody, and even Tops had those twenty five dollar blasters out there. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't have think not they've shipped them. yet. In fact, if we get done here soon enough, I think I may go up to my Target because actually Wednesday night is when my guy comes up at my Target. So maybe, you know. Maybe, All right. Well, well, all right. Well, so I wanted to show the the 2022 Topps Chrome Formula One variations. We know there's variations for the flagship, but they've included an, a, you know the ten. But they're diff- they're numbered different than uh, and a few different subjects. There's multiple Max Verstappens and Lewis Hamiltons. So uh, you can see here this is from a Carbo Connection site, and they have a done a pretty decent job with with the visuals here so we'll just kind of go through so that you can see them if you're a chrome collector that's reminiscent of the other card number two there yeah uh that's a new kind of variation that lewis hamilton is different 
Uh, that's the same Lewis Hamilton there. That you oh, I'm blinded. About. I can't see. Yeah, all right. I have to quickly <laughs> move. <laughs> uh, there's a oh, the Sergio God. Perez. Um, the same. I think it's the same Ricardo. Yeah, I think those are close to. That looks different. Yeah, that looks new. different. That's cool, actually. I like that. And that then this um, Oscar Pistori. So they gave him a variation. So that's uh, interesting. He won. Uh, he won F two last year. Yeah. No, no, he, yes. no, no, no. I'm sorry. He didn't win it last year. He won it in 2021. 2021. Yeah. Yep. But is it going to be? Yeah, but it will be a. Uh, <clears throat> he's a, one of the rookie cards uh, or one of the rookie drivers in F1 for 2020. Yeah, a lot of folks are looking for him. They're looking for Logan Sargent. I think there's a few others. I know there's been crossover where folks have been going to IndyCar. So a couple of things I want to touch on real quick. I wanted to throw out there. So when you were talking about the, the refractor, ver- all the image variations are refractors. So how for, you know, yes for Chrome. So how you know if you have a refractor parallel or a refractor image variation when you look on the back, the parallels will say the refractor, like we traditionally see refractor on there. If it's a refractor. And you see not you don't see the refractor listed on there, then you should have an image variation. Yeah, and tops decided, you know what? No code for you, no code on the back. But honestly, I, I think this is an easier way to discern them actually than trying to read those tiny, mm-hmm. tiny codes with my 44-year-old eyes. So yeah. That's why you need a I have an <laughs> app on my phone that does it for me. There you go. <laughs> so you have one has a So you had mentioned rookies. Do you want me to run through the little bit of rookie info that I had? Sure, yes. All right, so F1 rookies to know. So basically the F1 rookies that are going to be in the 2020 driver on the 20-car grid for 2023 are Logan Sargent, 22-year-old American. Um, You guys have mentioned him on the show before. He's going to be a rookie this year with Williams. Um, So let's just call it what it is. I wouldn't expect a whole lot out of him. Uh, of the 10 teams last year, Williams was the bottom team by a substantial margin. They are the worst team last year, and it's not even close. Wow. Um, Sargent himself came in fourth place in the 2022 F2 rankings, um, but he has no titles at going all the way back to 2016 in any of his series. He hasn't won any of them. So kind of the combination of that and for Williams, you know, I'm not an investor, and I but I wouldn't recommend he him as an investor. Let's just call it what it is um, until we see some things otherwise. Uh, but his rookie cards are in 2022 tops and Chrome, and then probably some of the other things that come out. Uh, the second rookie that I have written down is Oscar. I think it's Piastri or it's Piastri. Piastri one of the two. Uh, he is the one that I would probably be the most optimistic about. Um, he's a 21 year old Australian. Um, he will be driving this year from McLaren, who was the fifth out of the 10 teams last year. So he's at least on a, a mid-level team. Um, he was a champion in his series in 2019, 2020, and 2021. 2019 in Formula Re- uh, Renault Euro Cup, in 2020 in F3, and last year in F2. And his rookies are actually in 2021 sets. The last rookie is going to be Nick DeVries. Um, he's 27 years old uh, from the Netherlands. 
He will be he'll be driving for the AlphaTauri team, which was the ninth out of the ten teams last year. And you know, I point this out if you don't know, so much of F1 is about the cars, the money, the cars. So mm-hmm. uh, I I would exercise a lot of caution when you've got him in the the ninth place team from last year and Sargent in the last team. Uh, but DeVries was the 2019 F2 champion. And in the 2021 Formula E season, he was champ. Now that's a series with two drivers, but he was also a champ in F2. So he's doing something right. Uh, he does have one F1 start last year in the Italian Grand Prix, qualified 13th, started in eighth because of some penalties ahead of him, also finished eighth. So he got points. And that team did not get it. That was for Williams, who did not get many points last year. Uh, his only cards right now are 2022 tops now, number 56 mm-hmm. for that race he was in. And so you've got that card and it's three parallels. And that's all that Nick DeVries has yep. right now. Well, so, so three one parallels thing- for Logan, but two for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Because I got the uh, one one. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would definitely hang on to that. Um, so as far as 2022 card rookies, so the new guys that you might want to just, you know, that I've seen some talk about or something. Jack Duhan was sixth in points in F2 last year and had three wins. His first cards were in 2022. Dennis Hauger, 10th in points with two wins. Ayumu Awasa, fifth in points with two wins. And he doesn't exactly have uh, outstanding stats, but Enzo Fittipaldi was in eighth place in Formula 2. He did not have any wins. And if that name sounds familiar, he is obviously a part of the famous Fittipaldi racing family. He is Emerson's, who is a two-time F1 champ. He is his grandson. So I did want to just throw a couple rookie thoughts at you guys. If you want to talk about them, great. If not, I understand. So kind of one, you know, how does NAS- how do NASCAR rookies work? You know, because you have levels. I mean, hasn't Haley Deegan been a rookie for like five years now? <laughs> so she's got several rookie logos yeah. on her cars for the last several years. So I've seen some discussion. So F1, maybe it's a little different. I'm wondering if in time we're going to see, but we're only in year three of the products right now. Are we going to see when we have a big F2 guy come to F1 and be a Max Verstappen, a Lewis Hamilton, uh, you know, whoever those top three to five drivers are? Could maybe his F, it, it seems like what some people are suggesting is that the F1, the first F1 card would be what you would consider his true rookie. Because a lot of people just don't like the F2 and Future Star cards. So maybe those are going to be treated more like a pre-rookie, like a Topps Heritage Miners or a Topps Debut or, a, you know, Bowman, not first, but not rookie in baseball. So those mm-hmm. were just some things to, you know, maybe over time keep, you know, keep in the back of your mind. When you do talk about, um, you know, talk about rookies, what are we? What's going to be accepted as the rookie? Is it going to be the F one rookie that's going to be the most desirable, or is it going to be literally that first card when he's there in F two? That's all I got. That's all I got. No, that's that's great, Ken. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. You know, I know NASCAR tried that with press pass and try to have a. I I don't know if it's XRC, but. Uh, rookie card and then a CRC, a cup rookie card, but I think it's kind of way too confusing. So I guess time will tell, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm always I'm in the camp where you know, first card is first card. So, one, one thing to keep in mind where it could be a little different, and this is just off the top of my head, I did not have this written down, had not thought about it, but keep in mind that sometimes you'll have cup guys that'll drive in those lower series, so maybe there's a little more of a blurred window 
is where F1 drivers don't go drive in F2. They don't go drive in F3, Formula right. E. So I don't know. Again, just throwing something at the wall, but that's a little bit different. So it might, you know, people that love Kevin Harvick are going to want his cards, whether he's in his cup uniform, his cup suit, or his, uh, you know, his uh, second series. I'm sorry, brain fart. Xfinity. Yeah, I got there. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see, right? They're again two different collectors. We're only at three year three for Formula One right now. So but thank you, Ken. That's cool. Thanks. Anything else, guys? I don't know if we can go to some King's Court here. I think it may be time to cue the music. It's my favorite part of the show. Don't <laughs> tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen him, Ken. Right. Welcome to our second 2023 edition of King's Court. And we're going to start out with an honorable mention because I love this card anyway, and I just had to put it in there. Uh, this card was uh, sold on January 19th. It's a 1988 Dale Earnhardt Max card. It's card number 99. It's raw. And I'm looking at it. It's kind of centered it's a little off left to right but it's still a nice card um somebody had to buy it now of 485 dollars for a raw card now keep this in mind it's a raw card and somebody went click and they bought it for 485 dollars and authenticity guaranteed canapolis is spelled correct so that was what i was so that's the canapolis spelling that's kind of the at least first initial. I was wondering if there was what the counterfeit issue was with that. Yeah, that's the big. That's the easiest thing to find because the other one says Canepolis. It's extra L and I yeah. in there. So, to you, all you counterfeiters out there, make sure you know how to spell. <laughs> Get a spell checker, unlike my my local television station. But yeah, that's a cool card. Um, and, uh, and it's raw, five hundred yeah. bucks. I mean, it's ungraded. That's that's amazing to me. I think. I think it's a little high, but, you know, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, we said, you know, it's a grail card. And yeah, it, uh, it, it's 88 max and, um, you know, but, but is it, a short print. So, But is it overpriced if you go grade that and it grades at a nine? What does a nine sell for? So, you know, if you're banking on, if you're, you're going to be willing to trust the photos and, willing to if the photo doesn't represent the condition when you get it say oh no i'm sending this back yeah no if, if it grades a nine it's probably nine hundred thousand dollar card so you're probably doubling was, your money that's what i was thinking so it's kind of uh you know you know is it or is yeah, it not i think it's fair i don't think anybody took anybody no i don't think anybody took anybody i just it's just i guess i'm just I remember when I could have bought a bunch of those cards for a hundred dollars a piece, like an idiot, and I didn't buy them. Hundred dollars a piece. I was thinking like fifty. There's well, a time where when they were there was a little glut with those out, but yeah, that's for another show. Yeah, yeah, we're, we'll we'll do a special show just or a special mini show just on this card. All, All right, right, so moving on. Moving on to our Joker of the week. This is our funny or odd card, and again, this is on January the nineteenth. And I love these. 
just because I remember buying them as a kid. 1973 Sugar Daddy complete set of the Speedway cards. You know, they have all kinds of different uh, racing genres in here. You know, everything from NASCAR to F1 to Formula V to drag racing. I mean, you name it, they're in this set. IndyCar. IndyCar. <coughs> I forgot. When I see this, when I see this set now, I think of Logan because Logan was the one that showed me one of these at the Dallas Card Show of Al Unser that I picked up that was graded. Yeah, the Johnny Lightning Special. That's a cool card. So, yeah, this is a 25-card set. I looked at them, and there's some pretty rough ones in there, but they're still it's still a nice set. And uh, they were asking $548 for it, and they settled on a best offer of $250. Oh, so wow. So uh, I, let me do my Jethro Bodine cipher, and let's see, naught from naught is naught. That's $10 a card. <laughs> but they're cool i mean i remember getting those in the sugar daddy suckers and those things were double wrapped they had a, a wax wrap a white wax wrap and then they had the actual outer wrap and the cards were in between the, the wax wrap and the outer wrap so that's how you got them. and you and some of them you could actually kind of see them a little bit yeah i was looking at some not many of them have the stain they look really good yeah, they do. I'm going over them here quickly, but you know, if you look on the back here, uh, yeah, I've only seen like two really. That maybe there's that one right there has a little light, but down here in this right hand corner, you kind of can see it where it's across. Yeah, you so, can see that. Yep, but very cool. Yeah, very cool. I, I like that set. So yeah, yep. okay. and they're getting harder to find, by the way. <laughs> All that stuff is. It's yeah. definitely, something, definitely something different that you don't see. So I love seeing that on the King's Court. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So next up is our Jack of the Week, our young driver. This was on the 25th. And we were just talking about him. This is 2022 Tops Now F1, number 56, Nick DeVries. I think that's how they pronounce it. I've been calling it DeVries, but I think it's DeVries is the proper pronunciation of his name. But anyway, this is a. Uh, out of 10, this is card one of 10. They were asking $1,499 for this card. It's graded a PSA 10. And they ended up settling on a best offer of $989. It's kind of, wow. it's kind of crazy, though, because that's a dark card. So, yeah, to imagine a PSA 10 on that. Um, yeah. How does yours look? Does yours have any chipping or any? It's got, my, my one of one has a little bit of chipping on it. Yeah, so that's it's not going to be a 10. That's definitely just what my first thought was when I looked at that and you said it was a 10. That just seems crazy. Yeah, I've actually got one of those in for grading right now at PSA. Uh, and I, it'll probably be a 9, I would guess. Getting a 10, I think, is going to be tough, just like what you say. But, yeah, $989 for a out of 10. Yeah, so, grand. Yeah. So what does that make the one on one? Nine thousand eight hundred, whatever. So whatever times ten, that's what yours is worth, my friend. Okay, then I'm then I'm selling it. <laughs> well, again, he he might light it up, and then he might be um um. Who is it? Who's the one? Um, Schumacher. Anyway, you never know. You never know, right? That's you can sum it up in one word. I can sum it up in one word. You never know. Okay, moving on. Moving on to our Queen of the Week. This is on the 21st of January. 
This is a 2022 Chronicles XR Autographs Platinum Blue One of One Natalie Decker. Oh wow! And this card actually went out for bidding, and I'm surprised that actually with with as many people that are crazy for her cards these days, I'm surprised it went for this cheap because it only went for two hundred eleven dollars and thirty eight cents with twenty bids. And that's a cool looking card. You have to admit, I like that card. Yeah, I think it has a good col color combo on it there. I do too. Well, I'm surprised. I think you know, in the grand scheme of things, because I've seen other cards of hers go for way more. And they're they're you know not not one of ones. They're like maybe gold out of ten or you know something like that. Well, you know, the thing with an auction, right? Is it's that time window, and whoever saw it in that time window. It's not a buy it now, so true. But yeah, that's a cool card. So, yep. and we saw the video of her signing her National Treasures cards, and she signs them the same way that kind of 45 degree angle with her name. Yep. So. All right. So, next up is our king of the week. And Ooh. yeah, this is what I was talking about, I think, when we were before the show started. This is 2016 Panini Prism, white out of five, Chase Elliott. And his cards, his 2016 Prism cards are pretty hot right now. And this actually went for bidding. And it went for $610 with 29 bids. And I, I, I petered out like at $507.77 or whatever it was I bid. I actually was bidding on this card. I really wanted it, but it just went more than I could afford. And I really couldn't afford what I was going to pay, but <laughs> you just don't see this card every day. Well, there's only five of them. Five of them. <laughs> you know, so, but it's a beauty, man. Look at that card. It is, it is sweet. Yeah. I just noticed his hands. He has no hands. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. So that nameplate with Panini Prism, they've put that, um, same finish on it, whatever. So he's got no hands. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, to your point though. So you know that's the first year, 2016, for Prism, and of course Chase has got to be one of the most, you know, his most popular driver. But in that set, that's you know he's got that little rookie logo for uh, on there. So, but that's nice. I when I saw that and was pulling this up, I was like, oh wow, that's nice. I miss that. You know, he's also the preseason favorite for winning the championship this year as well. That's uh, impressive when he's driving with no damn hands. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> well, you got to watch out for Ross Chastain putting the wall <laughs> in the last race in, in uh, Phoenix, though. But I digress. Yes. So, yeah, cool card. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, so, next up is our one of one of the week. This was on the 24th of january it's a 2017 panini torque dale earnhardt jr fire suit one of one nascar patch wow i like that a lot yeah um, so it was uh had a best offer it was 999 dollars and 99 cents and survey it says survey says 675 dollars hmm, okay i guess that's about right yeah, probably. I think so. Probably, I think it's probably about right. You know, the only thing I, the beef I have, and it's, and I get it. Uh, you know, it's it's not embroidered. It's all silk screened on these uniforms now, 
you know, but still it is the it is the NASCAR logo off of his uniform. So uh, it's really it's really spectacular. Uh, I like that I like that card a lot. I think it went for about the price that it should have gone for. Very nice. All right. Drum roll, please. Uh, our Royal Flush of the Week. There's no surprise that it's F1. This was on the 19th of January. Uh, this is 2021 Topps Chrome F1 Lewis Hamilton. It's uh, a PSA. It's a it's a dual 10. It's an auto 10 and a graded 10. I love 10 10s. <clears throat> but this card actually went out for bidding. And it went for $7,500 with 43 bids. So... Pretty impressive. Yeah. Given, given today's climate of F1. For 2021, not 2020. Right. This is 2021. That's but amazing. It's, it's a nice card. It's so yeah, that's that's it for this week's King's Court. There you go. Thank you, Logan. What do you think, Ken? I think he's still in shock from the I mean the gosh honest truth is I'm wondering what would that have gone for six months ago or a year mm -hmm. ago. My, I mean, my that's point exactly. The gosh honest truth. That's what we're gonna probably all be thinking for the next five years. You know. Um, mm -hmm. wow, what would that have gone mm -hmm. for? You know, that'd been right when it came out. Uh, but yeah, I mean there's as we've seen there, there there's a lot of money from the fans of f1 and you know there's there i'm sure that there are plenty of people collecting those autographs of him verstappen you know again those top five ish or so that don't collect cards but they're buying it because it's an autographed card these are the guys mm -hmm. that also drive around go to all the f1 races and have their ferrari flown into every race <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, you're definitely right. You know, they, they have that following. Um, I, don't, I can't remember. I, maybe, Logan, it was at the last national. We were talking to somebody who had a lot of F1, and they said, you know, there's folks that come around, they're Ferrari guys, and they'll buy every Ferrari card. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's their yeah. thing. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people collecting those on the uh, the 2020s where, you know, we talked about some of the random things, but yeah, the, the car logos. Uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of guys that were working on those rainbows and still working on those dang rainbows from 2020. Uh, it's just, it, it's definitely interesting how F1 is so different than every other sport out there. Even, you know, even NASCAR, it's significantly yeah. different. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm hoping that, you know, with 2023, we got a lot of uh, new fans for NASCAR, new fans for F1. So that will help. And they're, and they're card collectors. So to help um, if there's extra supply. So help stabilize these prices and maybe even rise. So. Well, I'm glad to see it get more collector base now. I'm happy about that because I can actually afford some of these cards now. <clears throat> yeah. So. I mean, yeah, because it was that, you know, it was that aside. You know, I just go off a of 10 here for a second. The 2020 Tops Chrome, I remember having a screenshot that they were 190 something dollars a box. So, uh, you know, new Chrome is getting getting into that range back to some uh, 
you know, sanity. So and you can or still affordability buy for, for folks. You can still buy it on top site too. It's still available. That tell yes. that tell you something right there too. Yep. So, so, so I have I have a question before we adjourn here. I have a question for Ken. Uh oh. <laughs> Is that the Clyde Torkel Chicken Pit Special on your hat? I was thinking that I was so disappointed nobody asked me, but yes, that is. Stroke Ray. Uh, I love is, that movie. <laughs> that is it's the greatest movie ever made. Dale Earnhardt's in it. <laughs> it I think Tim Richmond's in it too, right? Tim Richmond's yeah. in it. Yeah. He sure is. You know, I was actually following uh, the scene. I follow the, I guess it was the Scene Vault podcast that I think posted it, but actually, uh, Big Bill France was actually in there when they do the scene where they're right racing on those little carts through the hotel. Yeah. He's actually the customer at like the reception <laughs> stand or something. Oh, I got to pay attention to that next time I see that movie. Yeah, I, I did not. I hit, did not ever notice it. And that's that movie's why I love Harry again as much as I do. Where that that last race where he's in the middle of him and he's, oh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that might be a good topic for one week. Uh, you know, folks, uh, leave a comment. Let us know if, you know, it's something you want to do. But uh, movies, racing, race movies. Um, there, there are quite a few actually out there, uh, and TV, TV series. I was actually watching. I think it was History Channel was rerunning. Oh, <laughs> Ricky um, Bobby. <laughs> the um, the auto American Auto, and basically uh, Henry Ford, the Dodge Brothers, and General Motors, and um, it was a three part series. It was really interesting but yeah there's a lot of a lot of cool racing movies that folks might not be even aware of redline 7000 i haven't seen that one yes you've but seen redline 7000 redline 7000 from back in the 60s with fred lorenzen in it and everything I okay no i've seen the speed lovers yeah there's redline 7000 no, there's a bunch of you know. I was, I was just thinking. Um, yeah, there's there's, there's, there's a Grease Lightning, Grease Lightning with uh, Richard Pryor, Wendell Scott, and the Richard um, Petty story. The Richard Petty, that's another good one. And then Last American Hero, Days of Thunder, Day, and, yeah, Days, Days of, of Thunder. Thunder. So anyway, I digress. So maybe that's something we need to look at doing a recap or something on some of these movies. We but could we could write we could write the movies. We could we could have a list and rate them as our yeah. where Ford, of course Ford movie. versus Ferrari and the rest of them. So instead mm -hmm. of having a book club, we can have a, a racing movie club. There you go. So I guess we can do the book club after the, the movie club. Anyway, I digress. Thank you again. For, uh, oh, you know what? We didn't even give our shout outs. Oh my goodness. These, these are our shout outs. Time for oh shout outs. So definitely want to give a shout out to new subscriber Tim Mozzie. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah, I do too. He's a cool guy. Yeah, and so also shout out to Skidmarks. I didn't buy these high octane cards. Also, Tim Mozzie and Cade Hedersterman uh, for the YouTube comments. Again, please, you know, leave leave a comment. We read them, so please leave them. So hey, I know three of those guys. And then yeah, leave a comment, positive or negative. Uh, have an idea for the show? Let us know in the comments. Uh, we read them all and respond. So we uh, definitely appreciate everybody uh, trying to share some education with the uh, racing card community. So, yeah, I know. Past everybody's bedtime. So, any final words, guys? Anything? Oh, Logan's got his finger up. I know. Go ahead. 
Hashtag skid marks, Ty freaking Gibbs. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to say thanks again for letting me join the show, guys. I had a good time. Well, we appreciate you jumping on. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew this would be uh, right in your wheelhouse, so appreciate yep. it. All right. Love from, you, uh, what's that? I told, told Ken I love him. Love you too, guys. Come on. <laughs> everybody's everybody's, everybody's going to get mad at us. Everybody yeah, all right. So all right. for me and Logan and Ken, thanks for tuning in. You can catch us next week. We will see you later. Have a great weekend, guys and girls. <laughs>